Hello friend, I am Maria and welcome to the Conversations with My Higher Self podcast. This show is about spirituality, consciousness, and the inner workings of the universe at large. My partner Sergey uses hypnosis to bring me into a deep theta state where I get a chance to connect with my higher self. He then interviews me to uncover a wealth of knowledge about higher realms, celestial beings, and various energetic practices. Enjoy! Hello, am I talking to Gaia? Yes, you are. Hello, Gaia. Um, I have a couple of questions for you. Uh, the first one would be, uh, um, could you please actually maybe tell about yourself uh, to people who haven't heard about Gaia? <laughs> well, I would hope that everybody here has heard of planet Earth. Um, I am the consciousness of the soul behind what you would refer to as planet Earth. Gaia is more of my spiritual name. And it, it is the name that I prefer to be called by. Um, I am an evolved being, a highly evolved being, you could say. And I really, it really inspires me to take on new challenges. So I really like taking on different planetary systems and helping them evolve from very low vibrations into very, very high vibrational states. I find this to be very challenging. I also find this to be very fulfilling. But I also have a lot of, you would call them motherly qualities, right? And I carry a lot of that divine feminine energy with me. So I tend to choose worlds that are have the potential to be very harmonious and very healing for their galaxies. So I'm very deliberate about choosing a planet to inhabit and to curate, if you will. And um, the way I select planets and the way I select my missions is I go straight to a planet that is in a state of disharmony, but I can see being able to pivot to a state of complete harmony through the course of evolution, through millions and billions of years. And then, you know, that planet would be strategically positioned somewhere in the galaxy, you know, very often towards the heart area or in some pockets that have easy access to the core and the center of the galactic forces so that I could help evolve full galaxies but I do that you know with with planets individual planets first yeah and uh, how many uh, uh, let's say planets you contribute to at the same time at the moment yes um, so 1500 in in the Milky Way galaxy and then I have about 10,000 others in other galaxies. And uh, is there anything specific that attracted you here on this planet? Like Earth specifically? Oh yeah, so Earth for me is the big kindergarten. I've always felt that it was just such a beautiful 
childlike energy from earth that made me want to nurture it earth is a place with just so much biodiversity and so much variety and so many species and i'm really excited about them coexisting together if you look at you know a lot of the other planets in this galaxy and our neighboring galaxies what you would find is a lot less biodiversity a lot less species a lot less beings trying to coexist with one another and so earth is very special to me because it is a patchwork of all of these different vibrational frequencies that are trying to find way of peaceful coexistence for one another with one another and it is just such a beautiful dance and of course there's you know there are some harsh periods and you know there are some ups and downs which is to be ex to be expected in the kindergarten type state so i'm just really you know excited about the diversity that's going on here and the challenges but also the blessings that this diversity presents if only we were able to tune these frequencies into each other in a harmonious way i think this could be such a beautiful template for a lot of the other worlds to adopt because very often the way galaxies evolve is it kind of you know it, it takes a good template uh, for planets to um, to follow right so if if there are worlds that are very disharmonious and there are a lot of disharmonious worlds around us you know they would need like a good template to follow and so I hope that I can turn earth um, into that mm -hmm. an example for, for others yeah and uh, do you have like a specific mission here in this galaxy I mean in this solar uh, system so in the solar system earth is the only planet that I work with right um, and here honestly I mean it's it's <sighs> My mission on Earth is way bigger than the solar system. The, the solar system is too small to have a mission around, to be honest. Yeah. It's like three specks of dust. I don't know mm -hmm. how else to explain it, right? So, no, like planet Earth has like a bigger galactic and intergalactic meaning. Mm -hmm. That's what makes it special to me. Mm -hmm. And what is, what is this uh, meaning? Yeah, so this planet can stand for complete unity. This planet can stand for complete unity of over 10,000 different species and different levels of intelligent consciousness, uh, all acting in one unison. So that this planet could be the beginning of oneness. But, you know, the oneness that starts with like a very low vibrational oneness, because oneness already exists in, in high dimensional spaces. Yeah. Right. I want to create oneness on a low vibrational planet. Huh, that's very ambitious. It is. I don't take uh, easy missions on. Yeah, and uh, what role does the humanity play in this mission? Hmm. Humanity is one of my favorite children. But they're also a rebel. And they don't know that very often in the acts of their own rebellion, they're hurting themselves. So for me, I love humanity. I mean, they're, they are a little bit of a challenge because they also 
believe in some ways that they're bigger and better than a lot of other species that they're meant to actually coexist with. Um, and then they're still just such young children that they don't understand more things than they do understand. And then there are so many things that are hidden from them, right? So very often they would throw a tantrum for no reason or like hurt themselves for no reason. So, you know, I'm being very, very patient with them because again, and that actually comes quite easily with for me because I have very, very evolved motherly energies like for me humanity is not a troubled child at all like i've dealt with children that were way worse than humanity because actually humanity has so much light in it if only it was able and willing to see it i see a lot of light that is being suppressed by humans today and i think that they can be actually a leader in the unity movement that is my greatest desire for the species is to be the unifying piece of piece of the puzzle not a destructive piece of the puzzle that they you know they tend to be today more often than not because they're in the rebellious stage Mm -hmm. i see and uh in in what way um your relationship is built with humanity like other like any maybe ways you communicate with the humanity well we are fully in touch um i am fully in tune with the human collective consciousness in fact humanity would have never been able to be birthed on planet earth if i wasn't contributing my own motherly energies or when they are in the womb so i am one of the creative energies that when the egg and the sperm cell fuse together, I am one of the energies that you could refer to as spirit that needs to be present for that little baby to be conceived, right? So I am fully in touch with every little human that has ever been born on planet Earth. And so because I am one of the original like breaths of life, humanity I am very much like it's like my DNA if you will spiritual DNA is very much intertwined with the humans that I choose to human souls that I choose to welcome onto this planet so at any point in time I'm integral integrally connected to every individual one of them as well as the collective humanity Mm -hmm. got it yeah from that standpoint I could be considered one of the motherly energies, you know, so you, you have your, you know, you have your human mother, and then you have Gaia, me, as your mother. You can think of me as your spiritual mother, or as your planetary mother, or however else you want to call me, but I am one of the motherly energies that gives each of you birth. And so if I felt at any point in time, and <laughs> that's why it's interesting for me when humanity believes that you know, they're hurting me so much and I cannot do anything about it. I have all the power, you guys. I can just choose not to have any more humans being birthed on this planet. And yet, I don't feel that way about you. I feel that you add so much value and I still believe that you could be such a cornerstone energy that would literally turn everything around. That would be like this big 
turn around energetically from the current state to the future state of unity and just beauty and light. And so I, I choose to, you know, bring more and more of you onto this planet because together your power is so great. Mm, that's beautiful. And um, like, do you actually, as a being, right? Do do you feel all all the bad things that people do to the planet? Of course, I feel them. I mean, I have my lungs, I have my heart, I have the same kind of energetic structures or that you do have in your body. So it's not that. It's not that I don't feel it, but like, okay, so how should I put it? Imagine a mother, right? And a child relationship, like a baby relationship. Like when the baby, when you're feeding a baby, when you're breastfeeding a baby, the baby bites you. <laughs> you know, like when, when, when they suck on, on your nipple, like they cause you pain. Then, you know, outside of that, they can pull your hair because they need to hold on to something. Or they might accidentally scratch you, you know, or they might accidentally hit you. Like babies do that to their mothers all the time. Or they like put their pants and that like just causes a mess everywhere. Like, you know, babies aren't supposed to be messy. Like babies do not come easy to human mothers. So I don't expect my babies to come easier to me at all. Like, it kind of comes with a territory. Like, I know that by the virtue of me bringing low vibrational little beings onto this planet that are asleep, I'm going to get beat up. I know that. Now, all within boundaries, right? I don't think that we want to take it to the next level. Like, at one point, it becomes too toxic. Not really for me. But what I care about is my other children. I care about my other children not becoming extinct because the whole purpose of this planet is preserving biodiversity. So if you remain the only species, if humanity remains the only species and we failed as a planet because it was never the path or the mission of planet Earth to have very few species. So I care from that place because when we have rivers that are toxic, I can, you know, I can survive. I am fine. I mean, do I love it? Is, my, is, is that my preferred state? No, it's kind of like being with dirty hair all the time. Like, that's not my preferred state as a woman. But, you know, it, all these toxic waters, they're hurting all the microorganisms and all the fish and everybody that lives in those waters. That is what, you know, my, my heart hurts about. Yeah. And um, given that we're already talk talking about this, uh, do, do you have like any um, message uh, to the humanity in general so they could hear uh, you? I just want to tell them that they already are my favorite child. They don't need to throw a tantrum and they don't need to rebel and they don't need to you know, do all the things that they do just to call attention and prove their supremacy. I think that we all are in alignment here that as far as the outer earth is concerned, humans kind of rule it. I mean, inner earth is a very different story, but, you know, here in the outer earth, 
you are kings, you are queens, like you've made it. But I also think that because you know you're you're starting to grow up as a you know as a species, and I think that right now you're at a point where you have enough consciousness and enough of you are starting to wake up that you could start to see the beauty in all other living things and the fact that they're not so different from you. They're a spark of the same exact divine consciousness that at one point birthed you. And so I would urge humanity to stop thinking of themselves as separate from nature, separate from animals and plants and minerals, separate from weather, separate from natural disasters, quote-unquote, which are big shakeups. Because they're not, you're part of the same ecosystem. We're kind of, you know, we are meant to survive as one. And so I would just encourage you to keep waking up because I'm already seeing this light and this light is stronger than it's ever been. More and more people are beginning to live consciously. More and more people are turning vegetarian. More and more people, you know, care and and want to change the system. The very human, you know, system of how you consume things. So I just, you know, would love for more of you to wake up and understand that what's good for planet Earth is good for you. What's good for those other species is good for you. Because harmony is the purpose and that is the end goal here. That's what we all are one day either going to get to or not. And uh, is there anything uh, that you do um, in order to help the humanity to awake? Well, I am. Uh, I have been receiving energies of much higher frequencies, and I have been removing a lot of obstacles to higher frequency messages to get through the atmosphere and to be able to reach people. So, you know, there is a lot of noise that, you know, exists in the atmosphere that's, you know, around planet Earth. So a lot of guidance from, you know, benevolent beings, guides, um, you know, could not reach Earth. So I have to do a lot of work to make sure that those messages are now being, you know, are not, are now able to reach and achieve humanity. Because you see, like, I don't believe that I can force humanity into anything that has never been my way of being a mother i want them to make decisions in and of themselves through their free will that's how we get to true harmony it's not by someone forcing them into harmony it's them desiring harmony so much that they can build that and that's why getting messages and that's why getting you know all of those intuitive hits is so important right so i've been doing a lot of work there Mm -hmm. and i've been like changing the magnetic field slightly to be able to impact that change also so that more messages can come through Mm -hmm. got it and uh, i also wanted to talk about the ascension of the planet earth Uh, what does it mean So that means that certain things that no longer serve 
um, so certain things no longer serve are gonna have to fall fall away but like what does it mean truly is in order for us to move from the state of disharmony into a state of harmony we're gonna have to move to seventh dimensional consciousness so that is basically where we're going as a planet uh, that's the short-term goal at least so the evolution is or the ascension is moving from 3d to 5d by passing 4d because nobody really stays in 4d ever uh, for too long to 60 to 70 70 would be the point of complete harmony on this planet that's what i'm striving to get to and that's where i would love to get fast now like every evolution it could happen painfully and excruciatingly slow or it could happen faster right so it's all about you know how long are we going to take to get there yeah and uh, in this case um, is there a timeline oh it's so many millions year of years in the future that it wouldn't be like a meaningful number for you mm. but we are the thing is like i know a big chunk of humanity is not yet ready to move from 3D to 5D consciousness, but I just don't have any more time. Like, I don't have any more time to spend in 3D. Unfortunately, we have to move on. Because we have the galaxy to take care of. Galaxy doesn't have forever. Like, certain things need to happen. They, they need to start happening. So I'm, you know, accelerating and I, I'm moving on. And how much does it, uh, is it going to take... Uh, to move to 5D is it also millions of years or no 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 no, no. Um, that's the next uh, it'll be complete in the next 25 to 30 years human years mm-hmm. and uh, what is it uh, what is it gonna mean for humanity so the ones that um, are able to evolve are gonna come with me and then the ones that are not are going to have to find another planet with similar type of circumstances and challenges somewhere else and that could be in our galaxy or other galaxies right so there are always choices now that's not to say that humanity's you know six seven billion people is going to turn into five hundred thousand that is not the case it's just the kind of people that are going to be incarnating for future generations are going to be much lighter souls much more awakened souls right so we're going through a cleanse and that's why it's going to take like about a generation right where the old is going to like start you know a couple of generations one to two they're going to start dying off then the new ones are going to start replacing them Got it. And uh, is there anything that can stop this ascension? No. Not at this point. It's on. <laughs> Got it. That's really cool. Okay. I'm moving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And um, maybe uh, one last question about, like, maybe a little bit about the future, like 25 years, for example. As soon as you are in 5D, because it's really like hard to understand the difference between uh, 3D and 5D, uh, like what is going to be the difference uh, on this planet? I mean, as far as you're concerned, right, the, the difference between 3D and 5D does not feel like visually, you're not, you might not see that big of a difference. Vibrationally, though, you would. The lows are not as low and the highs are higher. 
that's pretty much what it is. So imagine just like um, if it is a vibrational scale from zero to a hundred. And I want to be very careful even giving you numbers, but I want you to understand. Say right now we're in this little sector between zero and ten, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So we're going to move to a sector between five and fifteen. Mm-hmm. So your vibrations between zero and five are no longer going to be accessible. So a lot of things that have to do, like have to deal with like very low vibrational fear or agony, things like that, some disease, like, you know, some facets of pain that are just so low vibration, they're not accessible from 5D. They don't exist there. At the same time, we're going to upgrade as far as like the higher realms of consciousness, right? So the types of, I guess you would call them more positive emotions that exist, right? The peaceful state is going to be greatly enhanced, you know? Um, The happy state is going to be greatly enhanced. There would be other facets that are added vibrationally to those states that humanity is not experiencing today. Now, it doesn't mean that short-term you're going to get new words for it, but again, the highs are going to feel so much higher. Mm-hmm. Interesting. It's like n- new aspects of old emotions or maybe even some kind of new emotions. Yeah, so the definitely new emotions for sure, and the old emotions kind of like shedding the layer, yeah. shedding layers that no longer serve them, and then kind of like reinventing themselves to different states. So that's what's going to happen vibrationally. Yeah. Now, if you're asking me for predictions of what's going to happen, you know, in, in the physical, we're definitely going to, I mean, humanity is already on a ride to figure out sustainability. So within the next 25 years, there is going to be a lot of advancements in that area. There is going to be a lot more uh, technology around, um, you know, removing and reducing toxicity for manufacturing, you know, so the air and the, the water, you know, are eventually, not right away, but eventually in 5D are going to become a lot cleaner, a lot nicer, mm. you know. We're going to slow down the extinction process for animals. I'm really looking forward to that. So, you know, while some animals are still going to become extinct, unfortunately we're going to slow down that process. So fewer and fewer of them are going to do that. Alternative sources of energy, obviously, you know, um, overall levels of pollution. I think I might've mentioned they're going to go down. So things like smog, for instance, right. And all of the disease associated with that is going to start to gradually diminish. And now we're going to see like maybe new plants, like new animals. (laughs) Yes. But the trick, of course, always is they are going to be new plants and new animals, but humanity is going to perceive them as like, whoops, we've never discovered it. We didn't know that this existed. Might have existed all of these years. We had no idea. So there's going to be those kinds of discoveries. You know, humanity is not going to perceive them as true new. Humanity is going to think that, oh, you know what? It's, it's a new discovery. Yeah, it might have been. How did we not notice this beautiful flower? Oh, yeah, because they always find some new species, right? Correct. Uh, And it can be just a completely new one. Correct. Oh, I see. Got it. Okay. Yeah, I think that would be it. It's uh, very great information. 
um, unless maybe uh, uh, there is something else that uh, you would like to tell. I just want to remind humanity that you have what it takes to turn the current situation around. I know that sometimes it feels that you're trapped and you're powerless and that you cannot change the course of events. Sometimes it feels like everything is against you and your government is not getting it or you have the wrong leader or this whole world is going crazy. But I just want to remind you that the reason I have brought so many of you here today is that collectively you are a force to be reckoned with and collectively you can make anything happen. Any change that you can dream of, it will be real. That is my promise to you. So don't ever give away your power. Don't ever settle for what is a subpar existence. You're meant for so much more. That's really it. Thank you so much, Kaya, for sharing this information with us today. It was a great conversation and uh, uh, we will definitely have more uh, conversations in the future. Thank you so much. And uh, now I'm going to end our session. I'm very grateful for the information you provided us today. I'm asking the higher self to visit to where it belongs with much love and much thanks for the help and information it has been given Maria today. I know she's really going to appreciate it. Now I want all the consciousness and personality of Maria to once again return and fully integrate back into the body completely.